Question. What is the best podcast about drumming? Answer. The Drum Shuffle Podcast, hosted by Jamie Eads. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt, episode 13, Texas Tech. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV, Twitter at I'm Josh Witt, Facebook, you know, Facebook page. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Email UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com. Gonna start with an email tonight. Sent after the Texas Tech game, West Virginia lost 62-59 at home to Texas Tech. The subject line from Neil's email, Concerns from Texas Tech Game. It reads, After watching tonight's game with Texas Tech, are you more concerned with lack of ability or lack of basketball IQ? I don't know. I'm concerned that Sagabakanate is not playing. And that's out of our hands. We wish Kanate the best in his recovery with his knee. I feel like this team has ability. Um, I feel like the basketball IQ is, is learned over time. And there are guys on this team whose basketball IQ have has maxed out it is what it is and i think with that IQ and i'm not saying how high it is but it can be successful this team can be successful with the current basketball IQ of the team Here's the good things. Uh, we'll start glass half full. West Virginia out-rebounded a Big 12 team by 10 without Kanate. They held, West Virginia held Texas Tech to 17% shooting from three and 38% overall from the game. Now, in a vacuum, if you do those three things you have a good chance of winning. Also, Derek Culver in his third game, getting the ball in the post, getting fouled, and had a nice little up and under for a layup. I like what Culver's doing in his third game. The most promising 
guy on the floor. Short-term and long-term. I like what I'm seeing from him. West Virginia's half-court defense improving. They foul all the time. There was 50 fouls in this game. I almost didn't get to watch the whole game because it it came in without overtime a little under two and a half hours. So that's a thing, but it's approved. Even the junk defenses that they were throwing at the end, somewhat successful. So the press, not great, but half-court defense, not terrible. And Wes Harris, not a great night for him overall, but defensively playing Texas Tech's best player, who's also named Culver, he did good. Culver didn't score for Texas Tech in the first half and had three fouls. So that's that's good defense. And Harris was all over him. And Culver is really good. So I like that. Harris was contributing defensively. Not so much offensively, but defensively couldn't ask for more. Now here's it's so all those things are good. I've listed all the good things. Those are all pretty good things, right? Um and yet West Virginia lost this game by three. Now Texas Tech in the Ken Pomeroy rankings are number one in defense. So West Virginia almost without Kanate. Without Kanate. West Virginia West Virginia almost beat the eleventh ranked team in the country with all those good things as being part of the game. Okay? In random thoughts, I'm gonna li- I'm gonna list the bad things <laughs> because unfortunately, those were all good things, and I have a longer list of bad things. And we're getting down. You know, I was at the beach a couple of games ago. On the surface, losing to the 11th best team in the country, even if it's at home. Is not a terrible loss, but we're running out of games, okay? More in random thoughts coming up. Unreasonable Doubt Podcast t-shirts are now available. Go to anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt slash support and hit the $9.99 support feature and I'll send you a t-shirt. Or contact me in another way. And send me $10 and I'll send you a t-shirt. They're really cool. They're made by Dire Prime. I love them. I think you'll like them. Holler at me. I'll get you a t-shirt. Thanks. Everyone's been in this situation before. You want brownies. And you want them now. You've got the brownie mix all ready to go. The oven's preheated. But guess what? You're not getting the brownies now. You gotta wait 30 minutes. What if I told you that there was something that you could buy from the St. Albans location of Woody's Goodies that turns 30 minutes waiting for brownies into 4 minutes 
such a product exists. It's at Woody's Goodies, the Rapid Brownie Baker. Perfect brownies in four minutes. And guess what? It's only going to run you $4, Jack. Get the Woody's Goodies early tomorrow at the St. Alma's location and get the Rapid Brownie Baker. Stop waiting for brownies. Woody's Goodies. Random thoughts that are not random at all for the Texas Tech game. Started with the good. Here's the bad. Here's the list of bad. And there's quite a list. 22 turnovers in this game. Just giving Texas Tech the ball. At, it's never a good time to turn the ball over. But just giving the other team. It's like just... Wrap it as a gift. I know we're past Christmas, but it's just gifts to the other team. Tonight marks the fourth time this season. We're 13 games in. West Virginia has had over 20 turnovers four games. You know how many times they had 20 turnovers or more last season? Zero. Didn't happen. You know how many times in the last four years since Press Virginia has been around how many times West Virginia has had themselves 20 turnovers? Five times. This year, four times, and we're 13 games in. So there's a good chance we're going to match what we did in four years in one season and probably surpass it. Free throws. Talked about it on this podcast. When games are close, what decides games are free throws. And West Virginia missed 14 free throws tonight. They shot it at 56%. That's the third time this season West Virginia shot under 60% from the free throw line. Free throw. Last year, they shot under 60% four times. So we're approaching that, which is not great, but it only happened four times in 30-some games. It's happened three times in 13 games. West Virginia went with the same starters that they had in the Lehigh game. 11 points from the starters. 11. Two of the five, goose egg. McCabe did not score. He got pulled within the first minute of the game because he gave up a drive to the rim and then hardly saw him after that. Harler 0 for 4 from 3. Those are the four shots he's attempted. Zero points. West Virginia, in the first segment, I talked about good defense. Three Texas Tech starters were out for a lot of the first half, including Jarrett Culver, with foul tr- trouble. And West Virginia, between the end of the first half and the second half, did not score a field goal for almost 10 minutes. You got most of their guys out, and what do you do? Not score a basket. And again, Texas Tech is great at defense. But come on! 10 minutes?! Oh, now this is not new. We had 
We had long field goal droughts last year in a very good season. So that's nothing new. But the game's 40 minutes. If you don't make a shot that's not a free throw for 10 of those 40 minutes in a row, how are you going to win? Only three guys had assists. We played like 12 guys. Three of them had assists. And those three each had two assists. That's, that's, I don't even understand that. Not that Texas Tech had a ton of assists, but good gravy. West Virginia played five guards. The stat line for those five guards, 14 points, two assists, and eight turnovers. That's, that's, uh, no. That's a no. Wes Harris made the glass half full segment. Very good defense. However, Harris, once again, called for a technical foul. He's Now, Kanate's out, and he was prone last year to doing some weird stuff. He was actually, like, forearm shivering people and doing some weird things. Wes Harris gets called for a foul, does the dramatic runaway, gets technical foul again, so that's two games in a row, a technical foul. And so he has four fouls with like, you know, over 10 minutes left in the game. And his fifth foul, he... (laughs) There's no doubt that he fouled the guy. And it's like he was breaking a board with a karate chop. (laughs) You got four fouls. You're containing their best player. Don't go out of the game with a karate chop. (laughs) With eight minutes left. And guess what? He goes out with 842 left. Texas Tech scores 19 more points in the game. The guy he was covering, Jarrett Culver, scored 10 of those 19. So there's a correlation there. So if you make a few more free throws, turn the ball over, you know, under 20 times, and not be dramatic on a foul, because technical fouls in college, it just counts as an extra foul. NBA, it doesn't work like that. College, it does. So, again, I appreciate what Wes Harris does. He's got to stop picking up fouls of the technical variety, okay? And so, I said earlier, now now we're getting in the math for this to be what I would consider a postseason opportunity. It's, it's going away because Big 12... Very difficult. You have 18 games left. 10 of those games are on the road, which West Virginia has looked worse on the road, as most teams do, than they are in Morgantown. The next two games on West Virginia's schedule, on the road, they go this weekend to Texas, and Texas tonight went to Kansas State, And I know Kansas State is missing preseason player of the year, Dean Wade. 
and another one of their main guys tonight. But Texas, Texas went in and beat Kansas State by 20. So we're going to go to Texas this weekend. And for what it's worth, uh, I think they're going to. I think West Virginia is going to lose that game. And that's okay. It's hard to win on the road in the Big 12. So then we've got a situation where West Virginia goes to Kansas State. And that's for the season. I'm marking it down. Uh, and you can mark it down with me. West Virginia loses the Kansas State game. And now we're just talking about how guys can get reps for this team to be successful in 2019-2020. That's it. Because if you start in this league 0-3, that's a big problem because it doesn't get any easier. Because everybody's really good. Oklahoma State's probably not that good. Everybody else is good to pretty good. And so if you lose if you start 0 and 3 then now we're looking to next year and all expectations for this season are gone and that's the bottom line I'm not going back <laughs> I'm not going to jump back on the train like no we got a chance this year and they'll continue to improve. I believe this team will improve. I like that they didn't quit in the second half. They got down nine and they got back in the game. So that's good. But what I'm saying is, if they lose at Kansas State, then even if they beat Texas, they got to win at Kansas State without preseason player of the year for the Big 12, Dean Wade. You got to take advantage of that. <laughs> it's oh. It's just I mean, what do you want me to say? This team was ranked in the preseason in the top 20. And I wasn't buying that. But also, stop turning the ball over. Final thoughts. What final thoughts coming up? Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. They are a full-service graphic shop, family-owned, veteran-owned, and they're making custom designs for every job that they work on. They charge no design fees, no screen fees. They helped me with the Unreasonable Doubt podcast logo. They put it on stickers and t-shirts. I've been pleased with Dyer Prime. You will be as well. That design that they help you come up with, they can put that design on over 1 million promotional products. Do you want your design on a mailing stamp? Dyer Prime can help you. Do you want your logo on a pair of skinny jeans? I don't know if they can do that, but call or text them and find out. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at dyerprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime.
Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. A lot of news in the first two days of 2019 outside of basketball. Condolences to the family of Mean Gene Okerlund of wrestling fame. Mean Gene didn't seem that mean to me. Seemed like a nice guy. Um, Maybe it's one of those opposite nicknames. Um, But condolences to his family. And condolences to the family of Bob Einstein, also known as Super Dave Osborne, also known as Marty Funkhauser on the show Curb Your Enthusiasm. Every time I heard Bob Einstein on a podcast in the last few years, it's I always look forward to that because he made me laugh and laugh. It, the king of sarcasm. Just... <laughs> On the podcast specifically where he was a guest, he felt he was coming across as he was put out and he just, he wanted to, he was going to say whatever he wanted to say. Um, and it was hilarious. And so when people who make you laugh uh, leave this world, it's, uh, it's sad. So condolences to the family of Bob Einstein, who will never listen to this podcast. And then WVU specific, the football coach, Dana Holgerson, who was the coach of WVU for eight years, got a pay raise to go to the University of Houston. $20 million guaranteed for four years and has a house in Houston and decided I'm going to get paid. And go to a place where I have a home. And like. So I wish Dana Holgerson all the best in his future endeavors. I don't know how good of a football coach Dana Holgerson was. Or is. Uh, All I know is the look he had on the sidelines. It's kind of... Nothing going on up top. But a lot going on in the back. With the visor over that, kind of, and the and the back of the hair looked like like Bill Murray and Kingpin, just outrageous. Um, that's what I'm gonna miss. Whoever WVU gets as the new head coach is not gonna have that look. And uh, that's sad because when you don't understand what's going on in football. You look for things like, does the guy, <laughs> does your head coach look like the guy from Ping, from Kingpin? Because <laughs> uh, that, for me, that's that's worth paying attention to, and I do understand that. Don't have any idea what's going on with football as I'm watching it. Besides, I cringe when people get hit. Um. Good luck, Dana Holgerson. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public, CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are all nice things to do. I have seen some reviews in the last few weeks and I appreciate that. Keep doing that. 
The next game for WVU, as I mentioned, they go Saturday to Austin, Texas to play Texas, 9 p.m. ESPN2. Texas 1-0 in Big 12 play, beat Kansas State at Kansas State by 20. Uh, I'm concerned. I think WVU is going to be 0-2 after Saturday. But all, all sights towards the Kansas State game. <laughs> all the chips go in the middle of the table for the Kansas State game for the 2018-19 season. But I will have a podcast up after the Texas game. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 season is 8-5. and five.